Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I find out just how far this churro goes. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Okay, Remington. It's time to record a podcast. We're a little, we're a little out of sorts, uh, considering our recent. No, I'm experience. doing great. Oh, are you? Yeah. And why is that, Rem? I'm, I'm, I'm just living the life, living the dream. New year, new me. That's still a principle I'm adhering to, you know? And you don't think you are uh, physically, emotionally, or mentally broken, uh, considering what went on last week and uh, what we've done since then? Uh, I, you know, every day is a new day, so here we are. Fair enough, Rem. Well, Remington, I actually uh, wanted something nice and straightforward, because... Uh, been a little busy as of late, and I needed something that was easy for us to digest, and I figured... So that being said, I always get worried when you do a handful of quote-unquote straightforward ones in a row. Yeah. Because often, like, often they're a, a preamble of me getting absolutely fucked. <laughs> Anytime it's like two or three where it's like, oh, yeah, here's... Here's one that's pretty regular. Like, either next week or the week after, I'm going to be fucking obliterated. We don't know that's true, Rem. For all no, we... but I, I can see trends, all right? <laughs> I might just be uh, trying to, you know, get back into the flow of things, considering the new year. You know, preparing for uh, for the near future and whatnot. I, might, I, I could just be doing these because they just happen to come up on my roster. Uh, you know, maybe. We'll see. But, Rem, I actually picked this one special for you. Oh, oh, special. Yeah, because, Rem, it's about one of your favorite hobbies. Okay. Yeah, Rem, you love to do magic tricks, right? I I, I am a fan of magic. I'm amateur slash semi-pro. Yeah, and I figured what better way to just have a nice, simple, straightforward thing uh, than to have an anime where we, uh, the main character has a strong, strong desire to be a magician and all of the antics that she gets into with her friends trying to learn and practice magic tricks. Sure. Because, I mean, after all, Rem, as a uh, semi-professional magician yourself, you know a lot about uh, magic, sleight of hand, mentalism, all that jazz. I, I, I do know a fair deal, yes. So I thought it'd be interesting if I was to give you an anime where uh, it was all about that aspect of... Uh, is it actually magic in the way we're talking about it, or is it some, like, Little Witch Academia. No, no, I am actually talking about sleight of hand, magic magicians, top hats and all. Not not a wildly common topic for any show. No, no, which is why I thought that this would be a nice little change of pace for well, you, right? Okay, it's automatically catering to me. Yeah, which, exactly. You know. Like, I saw this show and I thought to myself, hey, I know a magician. <laughs> hey, I know a guy. <laughs> he just so happens to be the guy I also show anime to. So I figured since our two worlds collided that this would be the best case scenario for an episode. I mean, after all, it'll give you a good chance to look at uh, the anime and talk about your favorite thing, which is magic and what makes it so great and wonderful, as well as comparing and contrasting what they do right and what they may or may not do wrong at this show. 
Fair enough. Oh, I just thought it'd be a nice, simple, interesting discourse, Rem. All right, so it's is there some fuckery going on? Is it like, oh, the magic trick is that they make girls' clothes disappear? No. No. Kay. No, Rem. Uh, let me just give you the brace, uh, the most basic uh, synopsis of it. The anime's name is simply titled uh, Tejina Senpai or Magical Senpai. Okay. Also, it's a short form anime, Rem, so you don't have to worry about oh, spending okay. too much time on it as well. Oddly enough, slightly disappointed it's a short form. Of course, the one all about magic is only short form. Oh, dear. And here I thought you'd be excited that you'd only have to watch a short form anime this week. Hmm, what a shame. A pros and cons, pros and cons. Pros and cons, pros and cons. Uh, it's not that I want lo more long-form anime, it's that I would rather, like, this be a long-form anime, and then something that's ass only be short-form. Mm, I see. So I that see. I don't need to deal with as much of it. Well, we'll have to see where this falls. Then again, who knows, maybe this is ass. <laughs> we won't know until we get into it. But new year, new me, I'm optimistic. Yeah, uh, so, because it's short-form, they can get away with a few things. Uh, that being said, uh, the main character isn't really named. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, they, they're just known as a senpai, and she wants to be a magician. And uh, she essentially uh, hoodwinks uh, the other main character, who is simply known as Assistant, uh, because that's all she ever calls him, into uh, her magic club uh, and goes around performing magic tricks and antics and, uh, you know, just having a grand old time doing so. Is it going to get too pedantic in part two when I critique the actual magic tricks? I don't think so, Rem. I All think right, perfect. Awesome. I think, <laughs> I, Rem, I think, I think this will be interesting for a lot of people. I, people have heard over the years that you dabble in a bit of the mystical arts and uh, would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on it as a whole. And I figured this would be a good outlet for you to do that, as well as also give you an example of uh, some, you know, it's related to the podcast. I thought it was perfect. This, you know? just, seems, this just seems so generous, Sean. It I seems... Mean, Rem, it, it's a short-form anime. There's not much else I can say about it. I want to believe you, and I new year, new me, I will believe you, Sean. Fantastic. You're telling the truth? You're an honest man? Yep. Uh, oh, and when I say short-form, it's a uh, half-length, so only 12 minutes per episode. Okay, okay. Right? So, uh, and I'm not going to make you watch the whole series either, because, you know, that six episodes would be the equivalent there, and it's like, eh... You can get the general gist of what the show is going for, because it's meant to be kind of a lighthearted comedy show as well. Yeah, yeah. While also, like, discussing a little bit of the magic here and there. Uh, so we're only going to watch a handful of episodes, but I think without further ado, that's all we really need to get into. So, Rem, let's jump straight into it. Let's go watch some Tejina Senpai. Penetration. I could easily see you doing some sexy magic tricks, And we are back in a puff of smoke after watching four whole episodes of Magical Senpai. And Remington, did I do good for you? Did I give you the magical magician anime you've always dreamed of? Sean, you know... What's uh, up, Rem? <laughs> you, you're, you're very talented, Sean. Am I? Very, very. You're, you're a regular magician yourself. Really? That's truly the art of, of, of misdirection. I mean, that is high uh, praise coming from you. Now, Rob. some some might say that I, I in part one, felt very confident there was something more, but decided because New Year knew me I that I was just going to be optimistic. But, you know, 
You know, maybe sometimes I got to trust my gut. And boy, oh boy. <laughs> Here's the thing, Sean. Yeah, Rem? Even with everything we're going to discuss about this show, and we'll we'll get into it. Um, Even with all that, it still could have been enjoyable for me if they gave a shit about the magic. Ooh. But they didn't. Ooh. They didn't. And that was that was the worst part of all. Oh, oh, right. So I, I, I will have many complaints. You will hear many complaints. Uh, but my biggest is that they didn't care about the magic much at all, and that's wildly disappointing. But Rem, they did so many, so many magical tricks that uh, Senpai failed at over and over and over again. Never in an interesting way. See, <laughs> as per usual, I'm going to do a little bit of script doctoring, all right? Okay. Because there's a way to make this work, um, at least for me. <laughs> you're putting for, on for your producer hat, this. your director hat, and you're going to get yeah. right in there. Yeah, exactly. So we open up where a guy, the assistant, um, he sees the magic club. He walks in. The magic girl is surprised to see him. So a dove flies out of her hat without her knowing. She, When she realizes she has to pivot from the trick, she does a, a trick with some money but fucks it up. Um, then she does a trick called Adorable Senpai in Terrible Bondage. If you are unsure the direction this show was going to go, now you have a pretty good idea. If you had any doubt in your mind, uh, this this should this should immediately quash that doubt. Uh, I'm sorry, Rem. I I I thought that we would have a lovely discussion about magic and what makes it so great. Uh, I I don't even know what she's trying for with adorable senpai and terrible bond. I think it says it, what she's going for on the tin right there, my guy. I feel well, like yes, but well, there, there's plenty of escape tricks, right? Right. She's just not really doing any of them. Mm. She's just tying herself in bondage. Which, quite frankly, is impressive, because you usually can't do that by yourself. Yeah, I, I, oh, don't get me wrong. I suppose it is impressive to get yourself in that predicament. Uh, I just don't know how she thought she was going to get out of it. <laughs> so, uh, But the assistant helps her perform for other people. She does some basic tricks. Oh, wait, no, he has to do some basic tricks, and people are okay with him. Um, and then the senpai can't escape from the box, so the assistant runs away. With the box. Uh, later on, Senpai makes some bread. The assistant is suspicious of it. And he should be because the bread has a key in it. Magic. Um, <laughs> she dumps milk on herself. I don't know. Some stuff about the pigeons. She births a pigeon. Mm, uh, hmm, that's a that's a bit of a strange statement you made just then there, uh, Remington. Uh, I will not clarify. She births a pigeon. Oh. The effect that the show is going for is the show wants to pretend that she's giving birth to a pigeon mm. in a sexy way. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about you folks. I'm not far enough in the weeb pipeline, I suppose, where giving birth to a pigeon in a sexy way makes any amount of sense. Oh, that. Hey, hey, Rem, let me just tell you right now, nobody's far enough into that pipeline because I don't think anybody really thinks that. I think that, who was this show made for then? If not for the weebs who think that it's hot when a girl gets aroused giving birth to a pigeon. Well, clearly, Rem, the show is made for people who love magic tricks. This show, <laughs> whoever's whoever created this show, everybody involved, whoever greenlit this show... All of them thought this was hot. All of them saw a woman giving birth to a pigeon and was like, 
fuck yes, dude. Somehow he cleared all of that. Yeah, so the studio for that would be uh, Studio uh, Leiden Films or Leiden Films. Uh, and in case you're wondering if we've recovered anything by them, at a quick glance, yes? No, wait, that says second season. Did we own... Did, mm, okay, on closer inspection... Oh, yes, uh, they did Kotaru Lives Alone. They did that one. I don't know. I'm, I, think, I think they're just a bunch of freaks. <laughs> bunch I, of fucking weirdos over there. Uh, they also did Tokyo Revengers, if you remember that one. Both... Uh, I don't know which one that is. Uh, it's the one with the delinquent uh, time traveling into his younger self. We did it with um, uh, 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 Mitsurigi from... Uh, uh, oh, that was... Okay, that was the one he liked and I didn't. Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, I wrote one note in episode one. Um, one personal note. And it was, is this the kind of magic Sean thinks I do? <laughs> is this the kind of magic... Sean wants me to do. <laughs> and I would just like you to answer both of those questions, really. Um, uh, is this is this your impression of me? <laughs> is this your appraisal of me or who you want me to be? Well, Rem, I, the only thing I will say is, uh, look, I could easily see you doing some sexy magic tricks, but the difference is you'll actually <laughs> succeed with them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly flattering, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, hey man, if you want to start like the first OnlyFans that's entirely magic trick themed, I think you could make it work. Yo, that would be kind of dope, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unironically, like where Set it's like, hey, <laughs> subscribe and you will get sexy magic. That's a great fucking concept. You're welcome. See, holy I'm, shit, I'm bankrolling some ideas for you. I'm if saying. I if I get more fit, who knows? Maybe like 2024, I'll be fit and sexy, and I'll do a sexy magic only fans. Hell yeah! Look dude. forward to that, <laughs> and it'll all be because of this show. I'll I'll expect a little bit of royalties for the idea idea, but you know that aside from that, I'll give you a free like... subscription, Sean. You can oh, watch as much as you want. Man, that doesn't uh, sound like legal royalties. That sounds like something else. <laughs> Uh, so we go to episode two, uh, where they they talk about spoon bending, um, and they get one thing right, which is like the thing about bending spoons is that you just bend the spoon. Um, but then they sort of stop there without talking about any of the more interesting elements. Um, there's innuendo misunderstandings. We get a shitty fake uh, stuffed animal behemoth coon that it's like, oh look, it's alive, but they're both terrible at it. Like, I've seen stuff like this. You can make it really seem real, right? But they both suck. Where, are they, where did they learn this? And why are they trying to do this if they've not actually read the tutorial? What the fuck are you doing? You watch someone do the trick, and then you're just like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> no, just, you gotta learn, bud. You gotta learn. Mm. Um, I, I made some critiques to some of the tricks. I, I thought the... Uh, the, the coin-through cup penetration was uh, subpar. There are better methods out there that are much more convincing. Um, I, it, I Once again, the whole everything with Behemoth Coon, amateur as fuck. Um, <laughs> they're love, not even trying. I will say, Rem, I love how the thing that makes you the angriest about this show is the blatant disregard for some classic magic tricks. I am frustrated, Sean, because <laughs> here's... here's let, let me propose you a similar idea, right? All right. That would have been much better, but still has the essence of this show. Every episode, 
they treat it like a tutorial, right? Okay. Here's how to do this trick. Uh, and they genuinely teach cool tricks, but they keep fucking it up, right? So imagine it's like step one, you do this. Step two, you do this. And then something very important that you always have to remember is to do step three. And then it cuts to them forgetting step three and fucking it up, right? So like a proper comedy edutainment show. Yeah, and so, like, you teach some tricks, nothing too complex, right? Um, uh, just some beginner magic. Just some beginner magic, but you teach genuine principles. Uh, but you still have dumb motherfuckers and th- who are fucking everything up. So, a bit like, uh, how heavy are the dumbbells you lift, but instead of exercise and weightlifting, it's all magic tricks. I, I suppose so, yeah, yeah, that's sort of what I'm proposing this should have been. Uh, it still would have gotten all of its quote-unquote pros uh, <laughs> all of the things that i guess people like from this show question mark mm. uh you can have the horny comedy if you want but also why have magic well because let's face it sean yeah as a magician i i feel confident in saying magic not a very mainstream hobby it's not a. Uh, <laughs> It's not the thing everybody is clamoring for. So if you are making something, if you're making something, it's not it's not like a, a sports anime where it's like, oh yeah, everybody knows baseball and people enjoy baseball, watching it, playing it. It's like magic is like some people enjoy watching it and that's about it. Uh, and then two people enjoy doing it. And that that's the whole list. If you're making something uh, and those about two people, magic. And those yeah. two people are Penn and Teller. <laughs> yes, those are the two. If, if you are making a show about magic and not and about performing magic specifically, right? You're targeting already a more niche audience than if you were targeting something else, which is fine. You target that niche audience if you create something really for them that they don't have otherwise, they will flock to it. But then you don't do anything with that niche, so you've you've limited your audience and then alienated the one kind of people you would be targeting. What kind of strategy is that? Uh, I will say, unironically, the closest to impressed I was this whole time was when they pulled out sponge rabbits. Just because I was vaguely surprised that they knew that sponge balls came in different shapes. <laughs> um, they didn't even, like, oh, it... The sponge rabbit trick, here's the thing. It's an inherently horny trick. It's an inherently horny trick because the punchline of the sponge rabbits, as they sort of got in the show, is you take the mommy and daddy, oh my God, look at how many baby rabbits you now have in your hand that you didn't realize, right? A moment of, of delightful surprise, some silly comedy. Um, But they sort of bulldoze over the, the proper punchline. In favor of, oh no, it's sweaty. Oh no, my fluids are all over the rabbits now. What the fuck are you talking about? I believe they're talking about... (laughs) The one horny trick that you have, and then you feel the need to ruin it with other miscellaneous horny nonsense? If there was any trick that you can just stand alone and let it work, it's that trick. Well, they, they made it work in a different way. Kind of. Uh... Just not in a way that was uh, quite what you would have hoped for, I suppose. Um. Anyway, in the episode three, we meet Senpai's big sister who, who molests her um, very casually. I don't really know why. Um, she shows her sister a trick, and I don't know. I know how. I know what this trick is. I don't know how she fucks it up the way she does. 
It's one of those things where it's like, you needed to put more effort in to fuck that up. Um, I don't know. Then it's all stupid. Her skirt's unzipped. Uh, we have what could have been a dope-ass moment where she's like, I'm going to perform classic Japanese magic. But then she just, like, fucks up the first trick and don't worry about it. And it's like, yo, that would have been dope as hell. That could have been super interesting. But they don't do anything with it. So I cry. <laughs> Uh, and then, I don't know, a fourth episode, a bunch of other bullshit happens. It doesn't matter. Um, their club is disbanding. Oh, no. What do they do? Uh, same thing as always. Find another member to hopefully allow their club to uh, stay. You'd think that? that. Yeah. Instead, instead, thus far, it is the Magic Club doesn't exist, but we'll just pretend it does. Yeah. Which, okay, sort of feels like the conflict doesn't exist then, but you do you. All I want is... Because here's the thing, Sean. Here, here's yeah. why I suffer as a magician. Performing magic is dope as hell. But right. you know what else is dope? What's super cool and interesting? A lot of the methods to magic is astoundingly fascinating. Like, whether it's through their simplicity, their elegance, or through their ingenuity. There are so many tricks where it's like seeing how they're done. Uh, a lot of people say it spoils the magic. For me, it's, it is astoundingly incredible it, it's performative engineering is really what it is combined with a heavy dose of psychology the ins and outs on every level of how some of the best tricks are performed it's so impressive and i can't talk to anybody about it because all i can do is like <laughs> here's the trick and in my mind i'm like yo you don't even you're impressed by by what you saw but man if you knew the inner workings it's so amazing. Uh, but I don't have any magician friends. I don't have anybody to talk about these dope-ass things with. So I'm left to struggle. And I thought, oh, maybe this show, it'll at least cover the basics. So I can I can gush about the basics, right? Uh, and the psychology of that. Some interesting methods or, or ideologies. Uh, no, not even that. Not even that. I mean, hey, Ram, if you think about it, I did give you what I promised. You get a chance to talk about magic now. You got a public forum to do it. Aren't you happy? Aren't you grateful to me, Rem? Yeah, but it's not the way I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> that, it was the monkey's paw curls. Yeah, uh, that monkey's paw. It seems to have a lot of fingers these days as well. Like, you, you think it only have a couple, but no, no, it, it keeps curling with us. Uh, one, one, day, one day I f shall find an apprentice, an assistant that I can teach magic to. And I, I will also be horny and it will go great i mean hey rem we already have a podcast together so i feel like that's halfway welcome to magic <laughs> out of context <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where rem teaches me magic tricks and you just get to hear in a sexy about way it. in a sexy way we'll put some like uh tasteful sexy background music on and you'll be like okay so you take the coin and you put it in oh your god i wish i was better at coin magic Coin magic is so Coin hard. magic. Like, all right, so let me... I'm shit with dexterity, right? Dexterity is my dump stat. Uh, my fingers cannot function the way I want them to function. Now, a lot of people are like, but Remington, sleight of hand, that's dexterity. How are you a magician? First of all, I focus primarily on mentalism, all right? I fuck with people's brains. Uh, that That's my specialty. I focus on the charisma and intelligence. Those are my two. Uh, and when I have to do sleight of hand, it is very basic, usually. I, I can do a couple cool things sleight of hand-wise, but that requires a lot more practice than it should. For the most part, I do 
bare minimum sleight of hand whenever possible. You know, I dabbled in some magic tricks, and every time I've looked at a big coin trick, I thought to myself, ah, oh, that doesn't seem too hard. Then I tried doing it, and I'm like, oh, my hands don't work. Oh, yeah, because coin tricks are almost 100% dexterity-based. There's a, a lot of them, like, obviously heavy on the misdirection as well, but holy shit, the levels of dexterity needed. M my hands don't work that way, and I could teach them to. It just requires a lot of work. Instead, I'll just talk people in circles and get them to do what I want. That works a lot better for me. That explains the podcast a lot, though, doesn't it? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... But hey, who knows, Ren? Maybe somebody will listen to this podcast, take a glance at this anime, and think to themselves, ah, I see what he means. Maybe I should try and become a magician so that the hobby can grow. Maybe we are using this uh, bad representation of magic tricks to spread the love of misdirection and magic tricks. Because after all, misdirection is what I do all the time on the show. <laughs> Unironically, if you're interested in some dope-ass magical shows, one of the best going right now is just Pen and Teller Fool Us, a variety of magic done in a fascinating way uh, with, with a little gamified element that really is just to add intrigue, but that's just an excuse to put on cool magic. Uh, a phenomenal show, uh, absolutely delightful, wildly talented individuals on it all the time, would highly recommend. Uh, don't worry, Rem. Maybe one day you and I will go to Vegas and we'll watch that Penn and Teller show and just oh, have a so grand good. old time. It'd be so good. We'll, we'll talk about it, bud. We'll talk about it. We'll do a trip to Vegas. It'll be fun. And then we'll go to the casino and magically make all of our money disappear. <laughs> the most powerful trick imaginable. Although Addiction. Say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no magic like crippling debt. <laughs> Uh, we're podcasters. We know all about that. Um, <laughs> so all in all, I think that's more than enough discussion on this uh, show, more than it's worth. And who knows, Rem? Maybe in the future we'll do some more magic-related stuff. Maybe I'll find a show that has magic involved that isn't uh, just a bunch of horny nonsense with uh, convoluted sexy scenarios. Uh, but I'm still saying, the magical OnlyFans idea is premium. Do it's not so steal. Good. Do not steal. Uh, so I suppose, Ram, if you had to guess what the Mal score for this show is, what do you think it would be? Once again, I think they they limited their audience and then alienated that audience. I think this is going to be 6.7. 6.8, maybe. 6.8. Well, with about 120,000 uh, ratings on it. That's way more than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah, no, same. That is <laughs> astonishing. Yeah, it came out in uh, 2019, by the way, just for frame of reference. Uh... Magical Senpai, or Tenji no Senpai, is sitting uh, nice and pretty at 6.41. Holy shit, people hate it. Oh, yeah, no, people are not a fan of this show. Which, why would they be? Why would I mean, anybody? <laughs> it's, it's horny nonsense done in a very uncreative way, which is a shame, because if you wanted to do a horny nonsense magic trick show, you could have been so creative. With Especially, it. once again, like, if you just consulted some actual magicians, there's some very creative things you could have done. Yeah, like, the top review, uh, on Mal, they have this thing where you can uh, react with emotes uh, these days, because apparently that's what social media are doing these days. Uh, and the top emote that, uh, the top uh, recommendation that review that has, like, an 8 out of 10 and is like, oh, man, this is a great and hilarious fan service-filled oh. show. All the reactions to it, except for one, is a big solid, like, emote with a single eyebrow raised. 
<laughs> just what? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, off the lot. top of my head, if you wanted like interesting, like little fan servicey moment, right? You have the female doing a quick change routine where she changes into a bunch of outfits. It's gradually getting like skimpier and sexier, and you have like the the awkward protagonist just being like, "How far is this gonna go? Oh my god!" Right there, you go. Boom. It fits all of the criteria, but in a way more interesting way. Look, Rem, let's just face it. We've got to make the best magic burlesque show out there. <laughs> one day, Sean. One that day. That is our mission. Uh, and I suppose with that in mind, let's just call it there. Let's let's vanish like uh, all the fans of this show did. Uh, all 12 of them. And uh, final question for you, Rem. Any chance you'd like to watch the rest of Magical Senpai? I mean, it's only a half-length show. No, Sean. No, it already broke my heart once. You can't handle that a second time? <laughs> Certainly not. Ah, uh, I understand. I understand. But with that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy Rem losing his mind over the pure abuse of one of his favorite hobbies, then you can head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere, really. And word of mouth is also a great way to help us grow as well. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, just don't mention the fact that we're weird people, and maybe they'll stay. <laughs> and if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext where myself, Remington, and Dylan do occasionally play video games incredibly poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, and uh, including but not limited to the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are shoving us in a box and stabbing multiple swords with no regard for our well-being. And on that list, we have Drunk Quetzalcoatl for Anime Out of Context mascot, says Miska, Miska, earnestly expecting praise and reward. Zombie Stomp. Zhaosheng Hao Zhong Wo Shezai Wai Oh Bing Chilling. I understand it now. We yeah, were, no, we learned we, went, we learned over our our Disney trip that that's a meme. A close friend of of ours said the, said the phrase Bing Chilling casually, and I was like, "Holy shit! What do you know? You have the forbidden lore." So I get it. I understand. Uh, How were we supposed to know it was ice cream and John Cena? <laughs> uh, Xanax. Y'all just found out I'm having a baby. I need names. Uh, what about Sean Rollins? Uh, <laughs> my full name for their first name yeah uh yandere neko winter is coming with new white swords announcements soon are you ready why shown why sean Huva, walk me home gently way to shell trenton feral totally god's angel titan cnh uh thou may ingest a satchel full of richards the susanator the big bean turban tainted venom syrup the turtle support group for sexually harassed deities stop sexualizing big fat honking jiggly dump truck mommy, mommy milkers spiciitis Silent Secondary, Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean, punish Run for shitting on Angel Beats and make him watch Testament of the Sister New Devil. Sean, read this. Oh, okay, I, Sean, have an STD thanks to my job as a MILF hunter. Uh, I, Sean, Sean is a MILF uh, lord. Sean had a lass that could go all night, but he got out of breath when he had to blow her up. Uh, harsh. Uh, Seth sends you. Samantha, daughter of Seanington, truest arbiter of righteous justice and notorious driver of truck coon. Salty Pretzel, Ross Angel Palmer. Rimuru has massive omnipotence dilf vibes for all the goblins. Rhiannon Williams, revisit Yuri on Ice and I'll share my pictures of my super fluffy white puppy. Uh, Rem oh, loves Sean's that's, that's dice. Bribery. It is. Rem loves Sean's dice. 
Remington Normie Weeb General. Remington needs to watch more SAO. Remington is usually right. Please, please, please review High Score Girl. Paco El Musico. Other McNormal. Uh, on the count of three, release the Holy Hand Grenade. Not a podcast episode recommendation, but make watch make Rem watch The Spider and the Tulip, a cute 15-minute movie. Uh, no Waifu, No Laifu. Nitsaira, Nick Harvey, My Dear John, The War on the Church of Trent is not going as planned. Dockies are no longer crusty. All looks to be lost. Uh, Miska has maxed out her passive aggression, so she will put these points into dexterity, decides Miska, after much thought. Mekeka Seven Herto, Mexican Gone Freaks, Levi Bowles, or Bowles, I'm not quite sure. Uh, let's Eiffel Tower, Brennan's Grandma. Uh, leave Denji and Pochita out of harm's way, Sean. Keegan Talbot, Cassidy, Karma Chaos, Juan Haritos, Josh Tapanier, Janine, Jamhands. I've had nightmares like this, says Misaka. It's Sean, not Sean or Sean. Isekai Rem into Kirito's harem and force him to act like Mi Mikasa. Uh, if it looks good, it tastes better, says Misaka, as she stares at Rem's bodacious booty. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. We've got so many Misakas these days. We do. We have a lot. Uh, the Which is weirdly canonically appropriate for the show. I have no idea. Uh, if I gift you a copy of Yakuza 0, will you play it on stream? I don't know who you're talking to, probably. Um, uh, I already own it, so no need. <laughs> and I've already played it a little on stream, and I actually probably should finish playing it. Oh, interesting. I've never played any Yakuza. Uh, uh, they are violently anime, and I love them. It sounds about right. I don't know what to put here, so here's the rhyme I was named after. Mares eat oats, and does eat oats, and little lambs eat ivy. A kid, and then it cuts off, because uh, uh, Patreon, Patreon says fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I want Rem to ruin Darling in the Franks for me. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus for April Fools. I said Rosario was good, so my friend recommended this pod. Now I'm broken and ashamed. I, Remington, is simply one in an infinitesimal amount of creations in the universe from the imagination of a high school girl. I, Rem, love to eat, love to rest my head on uh, my dear old mom's voluptuous ass. Jesus fucking Christ. Whoa. Uh, I don't know what to put here. Hunter Davies. Hey, Sean, are you an angel? Because I want to give you a beating. Hey, do the one about a black lagoon. Help me. Hashtag murder, murdered dog for its life juice. Hashtag am I next. Hashtag save Toby. Uh, help, help me step bro, Sean. I'm stuck in Garfield cart. True story. Hanakawa, Hachiroki, Hachiroku, Glenn Michael Dolan, Fern the Guy Man or something. Farmer Weeb, Daki Marchera might be canceled due to waifu breast inflation. Let's hope for an Isekai MC stimulus package. Fantide, Dylan that, Hayden, that, Duck. That's a good joke. <laughs> drink angel milk to prevent wobbly bones, not a conspiracy. Does listening to Rem rip my favorite anime and enjoying it make me a masochist? Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Cubics Robots for Everyone is my favorite anime. Creed 13, Cheese Monkey, Brockhart for Geodudes, Brie Loves Cheese, Black Star, Big Blue Bear Boy, Bad Anime Idea, an extremely bland protagonist becomes trapped in a virtual sword themed MMO. Uh, I mean, you're just right. Uh, angel Angle, Angel Angle. Fuck, I fucked that up. Uh, Andrew Sinclair. And the angel Michael said to the farmer, fuck your wallet, I love those goddamn birds. Elise Howard, Alpha Angel. AJ Tunnels funnels come by the runny bucket full, and now Yo Plate wants the secret on their technique. Good God. Uh, AJ Honey. A Daze, Aaron Hegland. And now we go to the Boy Wizard tier where you get the task avoided by writing a Patreon name. Chris, you get planning your fiance's B-Day. And at the Boy Wizard tier, everybody will be assigned a magic trick from the old classic, The Royal Road to Card Magic. Um, I expect you all to learn how to perform these uh, post-haste. Uh, Zachary Shirley is back, baby. You get topsy-turvy cards. Warning, you're 799 episodes away. You get Poker Player's Picnic. Vincent Calabrese, you get a Pocket Discovery. The Fitness Grand Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. Students, uh, you get Telepathy Plus. The Brown Mamba is back after being abducted to Layton, for Utah, for two years. 
you get Thought Stealer. Sorry, last Patreon was supposed to be lyrics from Circus for a Psycho. Also, Rem, there's no more enthusiasm when you read the Patreon. I I don't know what to tell you, man. It's, uh, I'm dying. I'm dying every week on this podcast. Uh, you get Pinky Does It. Schmaris, or Schmaris, you get uh, a card and a number. Then we go to Shane Ware would like to request that Rem be shown a picture of the Dango Daikazoku from the Clanid. You get an instinct for cards. Serbernowski, you get Mirror of the Mind. Roskop, you get Ultra Card Divination. Uh, Robert Atchison, you get Design for Laughter. An amazing trick, might I say. Uh, well, genuinely the first one I ever properly learned how to do. Um, Rem, would you rather have a Sword Art Online or Attack on Titan revisit? Pick one. Death. Uh, you get Observation <laughs> Test. Oh, fuck. I mean, that's like, just how it goes, isn't it? Yeah, that. I mean, that's fair. Uh, one likes moms, one likes grandmas, specifically Sean's grandmas. The other has what they need. Let's twist a family tree. Uh, you are going to get nice. Do As I Do. OMG, Sean, Body Pillow Lover Killed Kenny. You get the three piles. My Afro Ate My Dog, you get the 26th card. Mike got his Overlord review. You get A Meeting of the Minds. Miguel Delion, you get the non-poker voice. Massimo Martelli, you get intuition with cards. Uh, and Latino stopped eating, waiting for Remington to get beaten by angels. You get the sliding key card. Jackwagon says, Shy's sweet home. You get card in the pocket. It should have been the other Nakato. You get now you see it. I, Remington, wonder, am I Kirito or am I really just Klein wanting bitches to hop on this big dick? Uh, you get grab bag card. If you don't watch Hill Girl, an angel beats a penguin up. Also, I, Rem, am still a girl. You get good luck card. I'm Rem, say that Sean's grandma is an angel in bed. I can't hold it back anymore. You get do it and fail. I should fuck my non-existent sis sister, change my mind. I guess if she doesn't exist, maybe it's okay. Uh, I don't, I don't. Can you fuck a concept? Uh, report back. Uh, you get gathering of the clan. Fitting. Um, Hellorex, you get spring catch. Go ahead, call the cops. It won't silence voices. They're getting louder. Please send help. You get a vested interest. Darth Pikachu wants a Nyankoi review. You get Piano Trip. Uh, Cryptid Milf has begun her campaign to get Inuyasha reviewed for Valentine's Day. Uh, here we go. You get Lightning Card. Crimson Reapers, just because of the sides. You get the Tantalizer. Uh, <laughs> that that doesn't sound like a card trick, Rem. Are you <laughs> sure that's not the first post on the Magical Only fans? Uh, I mean, it will be. Uh, Carver271, you get Under Your Hat. Uh, Brian Audit, you get the sevens. Beethoven 1201, you get Obliging Aces. Because of my poor preparation for the 12 days of Christmas, I Rem asked Sean to show me Redo of Healer. Uh, you get Leapfrog. Aaron Angel, you get Spectator's Card Trick. Animated Z, you get a Poker Puzzle. Uh, All Father Sorry for the Double last week continues, uh, the count. 39 weeks as of January 16th, uwu. You get Rapid Transit, a boy who will save every, anyone, even if they are not a good person or even alive, even if it costs him his life, time to do it. You get the tray. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm using my hand while I'm thinking of you. Good God. You get Ambitious yeah, Card, yeah. an absolute classic. Oh, wait, uh, that, no, that you don't get that trick because you are Joey Wheeler. You get that trick plus a bonus. Uh, Sean uh. <laughs> is going as Joey Wheeler to read uh, quotes by magicians. Uh, and I will tell you what in your life I shall make disappear. Uh, we start with oh, roses are red, violets are blue. I'm using my hand while I'm thinking of you. It is the unspoken ethics of all magicians not to reveal secrets. And for this trick, I am going to make 
your favorite waifu disappear. Oh, dear. Careful. That happens a lot in uh, people's shows. <laughs> uh, Raftalia's my anime waifu has returned. Okay. Nothing must be left to chance in a musical performance. Everything conducted to enhancing the mystery of the illusions must be arranged with painstaking care and thought. Uh, Man, what's going to disappear exactly is $20 from your wallet. Uh, Hermione pegs Harry and Ron. Uh, magicians have done controlled testing in human perception for thousands of years. I'm going to make your eyesight disappear. Jesus, Ren. <laughs> Magic ice ball. Generally, magicians don't know what to say, so they say stupid and redundant crap like, here I am holding a red ball. I'm going to make that red ball disappear. <laughs> I Shield 21 is the best sports anime. Uh, magicians will always tell you the trick is the most important thing, but I'm more interested in telling a story. I'm going to make your po favorite podcasters disappear. Rem, that could be us. Uh, no, nope, we're, we're still here. Looks like, don't worry, we're safe. Oh, all right, thank God. Uh, <laughs> uh, next we have my dear old mom. Uh, magic is the only honest profession. A magician promises to deceive you, and he does. Your sense of dignity is going to disappear. Jesus, Rem. <laughs> uh, next up we have David Norstad. The average man is not hard to mystify. Your hopes and dreams, gone just like that. My god. Blood Cell, still waiting for the next anime game for Rem to play. Uh, a magician is an actor playing the part of a magician. For you, you you're lucky. All of your concerns and worries of the world will disappear. And last but not least, we have Blake. Uh... First-rate magicians perform first-rate magic effects. Second-rate magicians perform third-rate magic effects. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, you, for you, I am going to make all of your cutlery disappear. It's gone now. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. I am fucking the crab from the Little Mermaid. I, I feel confident in saying magic, not a very mainstream hobby. All I want is Judy Hobbs fucking the Little Mermaid. You were like, God damn, I want that Judy Hobbs tale. And I was like, oh yeah, we can go to the gift shop. And you were like, what gift shop? And I was like, what? All I want is penetration. I mean, hey, Rem, we already have a podcast together, so I feel like that's halfway. I don't think that two plus two equals four. penetration